If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Land on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. So stick around, baby, and everything will be. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, this is the show where I, Josh Rubin. And I, Noel Deneen. Come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic, we learn a lot about each other. Yep. We uh, learn our likes and dislikes. We're, we're really not about a show about making money. We're a show about making connections. <laughs> yeah, exactly how I like to think about it. We're like Tinder of the radio. Mm-hmm. There's George of the Jungle, Nanook of the North, and Josh and Noel, Tinder of the Jungle. That's right, and we will help you swipe right on money. That's right. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, we we pick a we pick a topic. Uh, we come up with a bunch of ideas on how to get rich off of said topic, and then we put them out over the airwaves on Radio Free Brooklyn, on the internet, on uh, uh, your podcast listening uh, 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 platform of choice. Yep. And you take those ideas, you get wildly rich. Wildly. Sanely rich. Incredibly rich. I would even say painfully rich. Uh Uh-huh. Because if you're like Scrooge McDuck and you are swimming around in an ocean of coins, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to feel it. You're definitely going to feel it. And uh, it's not uh, uh, the end of the world. It's like a good pain. Right? Wouldn't you say? Well, sure. (laughs) Um, And uh, then once you're rich, guys, and only when you're rich, do you give back? Uh, Give a little taste to the people that helped you along the way. Yeah. Like Noel and I. Uh, We don't ask for any money up front. We don't want money up front. We want you to prove... That these ideas are worth taking and, and implementing. And so what do we ask for, Noel? We ask that after you take our ideas, after you get fantastically wealthy, super rich, uh, you think, hey, I didn't get here on my own. Uh, I had these guys that uh, set me up on my, on my blind date, the, the Tinderettes, uh, Josh and Noel. And I owe them 10% of everything I made while I got rich. I need to tithe them. Uh, That is the deal. Yeah, we don't need any of that money that you made when you were making $15 an hour. No. Excuse me, $15 an hour. No, we don't want your poor money. We only want your rich money. That's right. And only the rich money you made off of our idea. Yeah. I mean, granted, I will say that any rich money that they have... That came from, say, a uh, uh, stock market. Uh-huh. That they used the rich money that they uh, uh, made off of our idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of qualifies as rich money made off of our idea. <laughs> oh, really? We're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna be like that. We're not gonna be the guys who uh, uh, want a finger in every pie. No. 
No. We're just talking about the money you s- s- directly make off of our ideas. Yes. And uh, that's it. A tip, a tithe, a taste, whatever T word you want to use. That's right. And, you know, that's a great analogy to say about the finger in the pie because just like we're not putting our whole two hands in the pie. We're not even nope. putting one whole two hand in the pie, one whole hand in the pie. We're putting one finger, one-tenth of our fingers in that pie. Yeah, a finger. We have ten fingers, guys. Yeah. Some of you out there, you may have nine fingers or eight. I don't know what you do for a living. We don't know. Uh, my stepfather, had his grandfather, uh-huh. had only one whole finger. What? He was a farmer. Okay. And over the course of his life, he lost... Uh, either part or all of nine of his fingers. Wow! It was all, just, not even just like in one go. Like he didn't no, get caught in a thresher. Times. I think a couple of them were like you know a couple of them were like he lost two fingers. Okay. Um, or you know two first knuckles of his fingers kind of deal. But he said it, you, he used to sit and watch his grandfather pet this big tabby cat that he had, uh-huh. and just all these nubs would just hit the cat and sort of stroke the cat down the back. He couldn't stop watching it because they would be all different lengths. Uh-huh. You know, some were removed at the first knuckle, some at the second knuckle. There was one finger that there was no finger at all. He said it was just insane. He did never... The, did the cat you know, like but it? the guy had one fingernail. Did the cat like it? The cat... Cats like being pet. Okay. You know? All I right. Minded it. Seemed to like it. He, he watched it, you know, for the entire time that he knew his grandpa. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Noel. Yeah. It's been a long time, it, it feels like. has it's been. It's grown a time. It's been infinity <laughs> since since I've seen you last or yeah. spoken to you last. How have you been, my friend? I've been pretty good. Um. You know, uh, we're, we're at go time here. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but I have a baby rapidly approaching. Um, if the baby hasn't already come, then, uh, next Sunday, uh, there's, we're going to be induced. And by we, I I mean, uh, my partner, (laughs) not me, but I'll be there. You're going to be induced into panic. Yeah. Hyperventilation. Yeah. She's going to be induced into labor. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're trying to do what we can do to prepare for that. Um, there's some stuff we've ordered like over a month ago that still hasn't arrived. Jesus, Louises. Um, you know what? You know what? Uh, on, on a different note, real quick. Uh, so Josh and I keep messing with our setup, trying to get it right. Um, and I'm afraid that maybe Josh needs to turn himself up a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, because on my thing right now, uh-huh. it is, I've been turning myself down because... Okay. I know. I know you have, and I can see your uh, wave shrinking on the monitor thing as you're speaking. All right, because here oh, I am like out. redlining like nobody's yeah, business. Yeah, now you just blew yourself up. There's got to be a happy no, medium. I turned myself up like barely a notch. Okay. This is this is kind of the problem. How about now? Yeah, yeah, you're all right. Okay. okay. Um so yeah, so there's some stuff we've been waiting for and waiting for and it's just like I don't know the thing the the problem is is that we're trapped in this apartment uh trying to think up on our own things that need to be done or things mm-hmm. that we need to know. 
So we're literally doing things like Googling how to take care of a baby and watching <laughs> YouTube videos of uh, labor techniques and stuff like that. Wow. Uh, so I guess we'll get to see uh, how good the Internet is. <laughs> yeah, you will. I'm curious, like, have you seen how many views a lot of these videos have gotten? Uh, we're, we're trying to go with the more legit ones. Have you looked at comments? Have you looked at, like, man, I tried this and it didn't work at all? <laughs> no. We have actually <laughs> haven't looked at the comments. The pain was unbelievable. No one told me about that on this video. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, guys, uh, if there is no show next week, it may mean that I have a baby already uh, or no or new just, show. There, there will be a so show. tired of this setup. We just said no more. Uh, yeah. Or, or it could be that I just forgot to press record again. Uh, <laughs> it could be something like that, too. But uh, I think I think we should do a show with you uh, uh, recording from the hospital. Oh, that hospital Wi-Fi is really good. Is it? No, it's the worst. I, I can't imagine how much I would be murdered if I sat in that room and tried to record an episode. <laughs> I would be a persona non grata forever, probably at that point. Why? She could be our special guest. Oh. We, could do it, we could do the episode on labor pains. Yeah, well, I got the camera ready. I'm going to take some pics. There's going to oh, be some God. good pics. Yeah, uh, you know, I had a friend show me uh-huh. a photo of her delivery. I almost threw up. Oh, I'm not going to get right in there. There, You know, there's a, a theory, uh-huh. um, I think, that I first heard of from Chrissy Teigen, of all people, um, where she said that she didn't let John Legend... John Legend was in the room, mm-hmm. but he was not allowed to go and watch the baby come out. Okay. Because she said that apparently it's a thing that when guys see that, yeah. I can they, ha- they they don't want to have sex with the the, the vagina anymore I, I after can imagine. seeing that. I can imagine. I, I have no intention of going uh, anywhere south of that kind of sheet. Uh-huh. You're just going to take pictures of 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 your partner screaming. <laughs> take some pictures of that in her least attractive moments, sweating. Oh, unfaved. no. You know what? You're right. It's not going to be the most attractive moment, but it's as far as a life moment <clears throat> to record. It's a monumental moment. Moment. I I think the moment the only moment you really want to record, uh-huh, have photos of is the baby in the doctor's arm, like that oh, moment when the baby comes get out. That one. Yeah. Maybe you can one. maybe you can just selfie the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to be Instagramming it or anything. I'm going to get why not? You real sh- camera, oh, dude. Take some How real. How great pics. would that be? No, dude. What, no. Like not for necessarily everybody, but doing like a uh, 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 sending like uh, uh, inst- not into what I'm, you can do Instagram video sent just private message to like her mom and dad. Uh, well, I I will be sending her family and my family. Uh, after, you know, after the fact, we'll take a couple Dude. pictures and send them. Instagram live it or Facebook no, live it. No, no one needs to see that. That's a private moment. That's an important uh, private moment. Uh, you're no fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you think I'm not fun now. Just wait until uh, we do start recording again. We're, uh, which we're probably going to, we Jesus. haven't talked about exactly how long, but there will be a bit of a hiatus happening here. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. But that's a conversation we can have later and just make an announcement. Yeah, because I, I honestly don't know what to expect. 
Am I going to get yeah. completely blown to bits by everything going on? I don't know. Am I, is it going to be something I can deal with okay? I don't know. I don't know a single parent that on their first child mm-hmm. uh, was not completely blown up. Their whole life was completely blown up by having that first child, particularly in the first few months. Well, I'm sure at first it'll be. I, I don't think we need to take a few months off, though. No, no, no. I'm just telling you, this is what you talk to any parent. And it's not just the first few months. It's the first year because everything's changing so rapidly. Yeah. Sleep patterns, eat patterns, all that stuff. Yeah. Wait, but you know, we're and, still going to be quarantined, I'm yeah. sure, whenever we do start recording again. So uh, you're probably going to hear some screaming in the background while I record. So, And that'll just be your partner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, Noel. Uh-huh. It's fitting that we're talking about your uh, birthing. It is. Your, your impending nino or nina. You're one of those people that, despite having the ability to know what sex this child was from, like, the first week, you've opted not to. No, surprise. You've kept it a secret. Yeah. Congratulations, you have a hermaphrodite. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's fitting we're talking about pregnancy. Although, you know, I will say researching this topic, uh-huh. we should have been we should have done this topic nine months ago. OK, yeah, because how are you? You're you know, we could you could have implemented all of these ideas yeah. is all I'm saying. And now it's basically too little too late. Well, but I've done nine months of research. Look at it that way in, into making money off of it into what the real needs are. Oh, OK. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Like we'll put see. it this way. Well, we haven't announced the topic yet. We should do that. Right. So why don't you tell us what the topic is, Noah? Our topic today is pregnancy, how to get rich with it, how to make a baby in your belly all the way to the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, so, guys, I can say this for sure. Uh-huh. If you think uh, our shows can be really draggy and low energy uh, before Noel has a kid. Yeah, wait wait until I've had like a half hour <laughs> sleep in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, Bob. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be like, uh, uh, you know, the first, who knows, the first month, maybe two months, depending on how long we're in quarantine for, uh-huh. continued quarantine. Um, you're going to be living like... Uh, 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 La Vida Loca? No, well, <laughs> certainly the loca part. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be living like uh, the old settlers, yeah. just stuck in a little cabin in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it's just the three of you. Yeah. If, if I'm, I'm terrified it's going to turn into The Shining. <laughs> I really am. I'm going to come out. The kid's going to have known, made their own language. They're going to have R and blood backwards on their forehead. Just at, at, at three months old, six months old, it's just going to have a thousand yard stare, never blinking. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Things it's seen at this point. The, so the, um, what I was going to say right before I announced the, the topic and then realize, oh, we shouldn't be talking about it until we announce it, mm-hmm. is it'll be interesting to see, to compare our suggestions uh, you having done research and me having done life. I've done. I did zero research for this uh, yeah, episode. I wouldn't think you would have. Nothing written down. I I've got a web page here with a couple 
names of things uh, brought up just so I can reference the name. Uh, uh-huh. That's well, it. I, I mean, I'm sure we're, we're, we're going to definitely be coming at it from two different uh, uh, viewpoints. Yeah. You're coming at it from the point of what pregnant people need. I'm coming at it for the point is how do I make money off of pregnancy, whatever that means. Okay. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. Yep. Like yep. you're you're coming from it from an actual like the needs of a pregnant person or a pregnant family versus me going like what can happen during pregnancy that I can make money from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, your and yours are probably gonna be like when we did restaurants and it was really hard for me to uh not be uh 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 what's the word uh sort of serious about it okay you know but we'll see anyway no pregnancy how you gonna get rich from it i'm gonna tell you right now okay so uh there's a lot going on in a pregnancy man (laughs) uh you know a lot of it you know uh there's a lot of it is a little more in depth than you ever realize, though. And then there's some things that you've heard, but it just sounds like a thing, and you don't realize, like, oh, no, that's a real thing. Uh, and and among that are some of the discomforts, right? Um, so my partner hasn't necessarily had the easiest pregnancy in the world. Um, a week away from a baby at this point... Uh, Still nauseous and has been the whole time. Did you not uh, uh, try the uh, thing we talked about in uh, the sperm episode uh. last week? <laughs> uh, you got to feel not nauseous enough to want to try it. Um, uh, <laughs> Sometimes you got to fight through that. You know, it takes a while to feel better. You just got to take a, me- a spoonful of sugar, my friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. You've got to yeah. take the medicine. You've got to take the medicine. Yeah. Well, so so a lot of, you know, aches and pains, a lot of uh, nausea, a lot of nausea, uh, a lot of uh, indigestion. Um, but probably if you were to ask what the worst single thing is, it's the taste. Uh, so there's a thing with That's pregnant. What she said, "Yeah, <laughs> there's a thing with pregnant women, uh, and the hormones that are going on in your body change the way your body perceives taste. Um, it, uh, it, it there's different tastes that appear for different people. Um, it, but normally it's either." Uh, if you look it up, it's metallic or it's sour bitter and anything they eat within a couple minutes after they've finished eating, it turns into that flavor. And, and, and so you want to eat to mask the flavor, but then eating makes the flavor come back stronger. Uh, it, it's like, a it, it it's just a crazy spiral basically um and and it's really bad a lot of the vomiting comes from the flavor um a lot of the stuff that you read about uh to help with the flavor here's one thing i i realized too so you can look up any 
symptom about uh, pregnancy. And there's all this, well, eat this and eat this. It's all garbage uh, advice. And it's all like, oh, you lost your arm? Uh, try putting a Band-Aid on it. Uh, you know, like it, it's literally stuff like that. It, it, it is pissing into a hurricane is what it is. Uh, there's massive forces of nature going on and the, and the suggestions are minuscule, right? Uh, they're, they're less than minuscule. Um, so, um, you got this indigestion, you got this flavor, the flavor doesn't go away. It's, it's, it's almost a torture thing after a while of like, it's back this freaking flavor, uh, I, I'm sure if you were to ask my partner, this would be the thing. Uh, mints don't do it. Gum doesn't do it. Uh, nothing stops it. So there was a while back, uh, and what I wanted to do was to try to figure out uh, that I actually have a few different things here. Um a recipe that I could make, right? Because none of the stuff worked as far as taking the flavor away. So I was wanted to find out what would be a recipe that I could make and the flavor is one of the ingredients, right? If you have this taste, incorporate it in with the recipe. So uh, I... Unfortunately, I'm locked in here and it takes me days to get my groceries ordered and delivered and they only bring uh, random bits of what I actually ordered. Uh, so this isn't something I was able to do, but it is something that you, the listener, are going to be able to do, right? You're going to make uh, candies or you know just some sort of lozenge that uh, will incorporate the different flavors uh, women get when they're pregnant, right? So you can make one where uh, it incorporates the metallic taste and uses that like judo, right? You use the momentum of the person uh, to flip them. Uh, you're going to use that flavor to make a good flavor. You, uh, you know, uh, if you're going to make, if it's sour or bitter, you're going to have a recipe that includes sour, right? Sweet and sour chicken. Can't have that without sour. You could make just sweet chicken. And when they put it in their sour mouth, it makes sweet and sour chicken. Um, so that's one, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Two would be something for, you know, someone like you, Josh, someone who, who is a chef and really knows their food, their flavors, their pairings. I think that was a little racist, what you just said, just, someone like me. Someone like you. You know, you're kind. Um, uh -huh. and, <laughs> and you're going to take... Uh, you're going to have pairing events. You're going to have mouth taste pairing events. Uh, and you're going to uh, give them here. Here's a, a full courses, all incorporating the flavor in different ways. It's, you're going to basically make gourmet pairing with the, with the, with the flavor. Right. Uh, and then the other thing out there 
which is already available, but you're going to make this something that's available for pregnant and market it towards pregnant women. Uh, so there is uh, a plant that grows in Guyana. Uh, it's called Sinsipalum difficilum. Uh, it's often referred to as miracle fruit. I was going to bring up miracle fruit with you, so I'm glad you brought it okay, up. Okay, yeah. So what this does is apparently it's a fairly flavorless fruit in and of itself, but it uh, it blocks your mouth from fe- from tasting sour, and everything sour then tastes sweet. It works in two ways. It uh-huh. will do something with sour, but if it's something is very sweet, it will make it sour. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah, there's one chef in particular who passed away who he actually killed himself. I can't remember what his name is off the top of my head, but he was a real big proponent of this stuff. Okay. And he used to use it in tastings. The thing is, there is a segment of the population. It doesn't work for everybody. Okay. All right. But you'd still get, you'd still get a good uh, amount of people doing it. But if you, if you look at the, these pills, right, you can get them online. They're called M-Berry. Um, but it's really for like, uh, as they call it on their website, flavor tripping, uh, and they have flavor tripping parties where they all take this pill and eat lemons, and they're like oranges, and you know, they they do things like that. Uh, if you tried to give one of these to a pregnant woman, she would probably attack you, trying as if you're trying to drug her. Uh, so you're gonna take it, and even though it is just uh, something that derives from a fruit, you're gonna fully test it. Uh, so that it's well documented that it doesn't impact pregnancy. Uh, and then you're right. also going to market it specifically to pregnant women. Uh, and, you know, for instance, my partner, she could have a gum or a lozenge with this thing. And you don't have to eat the lemon to to taste the sweet. She'll just taste the sweet because her body is already making the, the sour. Sounds good. That's yeah, I it. Like it. I like it. Good ideas. It's funny that you're, you know, you're doing, you did a whole thing on taste and flavor because that's what my first idea has to do with. Okay. But not in the pregnant lady. We're talking about taste and flavors for the baby in the belly. Oh, nice. So I was reading a woman by the name of Julie Manella who's uh, a professor who studies taste in infants still in the womb, uh, says that a growing baby gulps down several ounces of amniotic fluid daily. Uh, And that that fluid, uh, not unlike, we've all heard about how, you know, um, if you drink milk from a cow who's been eating a lot of onions and garlic scapes and things like that, it will make the milk taste funny, right? Oh, really? Um, the same with humans. Uh, if uh, 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 what the woman eats, particularly things with strong flavors, will change the flavor of their breast milk, it also changes the flavor of the amniotic fluid. Um, the fluid, sur- which is the fluid surrounding the baby, it's actually flavored by the foods and beverage the mother has eaten in the last few hours. Mm-hmm. Um, flavors like vanilla. Carrot, garlic, anise, mint are some of the flavors that have been shown uh, to be transmitted to amniotic fluid or the mother's milk. 
Um, <clears throat> but this woman, uh, uh, Julie Manella, says that there really isn't a single flavor that hasn't been found uh, to not show up in utero, meaning all flavors make their way in utero. Um, they did a test where they uh, divided pregnant women up into three groups. One group was asked to drink carrot juice every day during their pregnancy. Uh, another group was asked to drink carrot juice every day during breastfeeding. And a third to avoid carrots completely, all carrots, period, end of story. Uh, later on, when the children began to eat solid food, uh, researchers fed them cereal made either with water or with carrot juice as the liquid and videotaped their responses. The babies who had experienced carrot and amniotic fluid um, or in the mother's milk ate more of the carrot-flavored cereal. And when they looked at the videotapes, they also made much fewer negative faces while they were eating it. So they were actually enjoying the fact that they were eating carrots. Okay? Mm -hmm. So very simply, you know... I knew this was true when I came out of the womb with a taste for uh, wine, marijuana, and diet soft drinks. Uh, and I had a weird taste for uh, uh, amphetamines that would show up in diet pills as well. Okay. All right. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, look, <clears throat> there are a lot of mothers out there who don't eat particularly well uh -huh. and want their kids to have healthy diets, to eat broccoli, to eat avocado, to eat fruits, to not want to eat candy, uh, to not want to eat junk food, right? So this is what you're going to do, guys. You are going to come up with a meal delivery service a la Blue Apron, a la HelloFresh, a la whatever meal delivery service there is, that's designed to get in utero children eating healthy diets uh, so when they come out, they're only going to want to eat healthy. Their favorite foods are going to be things like carrots, broccoli, uh -huh. vegetables, bok choy, avocado, not pizza, not hamburglers. Whatever it is, you can have a full vegetarian version of this. You can have a full vegan version of this. Mm -hmm. Version of this, you can have whatever you want. Although I don't know if vegan is a hundred percent the healthiest for pregnant women, but uh, I guess there are vegans that have gotten pregnant and stayed vegan through their pregnancy. Sure, I, I actually know someone. Uh, they were not vegan, but almost vegan, right? Uh, uh. And they actually uh, gave it up. When pregnant with their first child. Yeah. You got to yeah. take in a lot of protein yeah. when you're pregnant. That's, that's exactly it, what it was. They were like, it, it's becoming a full-time job just, just figuring eat. out how to eat enough. Yeah. I, I had a client who was, uh, who's a triathlete uh, who's vegan. And, you know, he has to eat when he's in training something like eight to 10,000 calories a day. Mm -hmm. And a good chunk of that needs to be protein. And it's like, you know. That's a lot of food you have to eat on a constant basis. Yeah. You know, especially when you're eating like a lot of vegetables and, 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 and you know, uh, non-animal based proteins and non-animal based things, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, so there it is, guys. It's super simple and super straightforward. And, I mean, I'm telling you, in New York City, I guarantee you 99.9% of these wealthy pregnant mamas on the Upper East Side, you know, these 35-year-olds who used to be like the uh, admin for their boss and are now living in a, you know, 15,000-square-foot, four-bedroom, you know, duplex that are just there to pop out babies and then start working out again, uh, they're looking for this kind of thing. Yeah. This is exactly what they want. So there you go. There you go. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, you guys, if you want to reach out to Josh and I, uh, and when I say reach out, I mean financially reach out. If you want to give us some of your hard-earned coin, you can. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel show page, hit the Sponsor button, and pledge an amount. Half that money will go to Josh, and I, half the money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. You get to feel like a champ because you helped us out. If uh, if you want to give money to Radio Free Brooklyn but have no interest in helping us because you're some sort of monster, you can do that. <clears throat> you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Uh, and right there from the main page, uh, if you if you sponsor from there, all that money would go to Radio Free Brooklyn, and none of it would go to Josh or I. Uh, you get to uh, get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 charitable organization. You get to know that you helped uh, keep the station going, uh, kept the servers humming, kept the people's ears full of beauty. Uh, and, and you get to know that you gave us the big finger right the financial finger uh if you want to help support us in other ways uh you can uh subscribe to the newsletter uh we're trying to beef that up lately uh so we're gonna have a lot more going on with that uh we also have the apps android or ios uh you can download the radio free brooklyn app you can listen to the station live on the go and we also have all the archives for all the shows available there as well um and uh, we are at the near, I don't know when it ends, but we're about the end of uh, our Drive to Five campaign. Radio I Free imagine Brooklyn. theoretically it will end on the uh, birthday. Yes, yeah. So I would imagine. Which is coming up soon. Maybe in the next week? I don't know. It's in the next week or two. Um, and uh, so Radio Free Brooklyn's about to be five years old, and we're trying to raise money to become more self-sustainable. And it's gone beyond that at this point with the quarantine. We have lost one of our major uh, sources of income as a station. Uh, so there's lots of ways that you can help give us money. Uh, you know, you can you can uh, go to the website, look at all the different ways. There's T-shirts that you can buy. There's swag you can buy. There's just money you can donate. Uh, the point is we need your money any way you give it to us. Uh, if you like listening to the station, if you like the idea of the station, give us a little something, five bucks, ten bucks, whatever you can afford, and uh, we would be eternally grateful for you. Uh, one thing we're trying to push right now while everyone is stuck at home and ordering everything they get from Amazon is uh, you can order through Amazon Smile, right? So if you look up smile.amazon.com, uh, from Amazon you can select which charity uh gets a little piece of everything you order, uh, and you can choose Radio Free Brooklyn. Or if you go to the Radio Free Brooklyn site, we have a link that you can use from there. But um, I've been looking at just paying attention at the stuff I've been ordering since lockdown here. And 
just from not giving Radio Free Brooklyn a penny, I've given them $5, right? Um, if everyone if everyone who listened to us did that, we'd be rich. Um, but if, if like 5% of people did that, that would be more than we need to sustain the station. That would be more than our entire budget. So, you guys, if you can do that, it would really help. We want to thank you for all the money you're about to give us and uh, for all the time that you've given us to give our spiels. So Josh finds another way for you to get even more rich. It has nothing to do with our topic, usually. Uh, so Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. The iFart app. Yep, it's true. An app that acted as a virtual whoopee cushion with a variety of fart noises to select, the iFart app became immensely popular and despite its low price of 99 cents, went on to make more than $1 million. Back in 2008, Wired Magazine reported that the app was making nearly $10,000 in a single day. Joel Kamm, developer of iFart Mobile, published download statistics of his app at the time and it stood at number one overall with over 13,000 downloads. Com made a fortune and even appealed to the stars. In 2015, he publicly reached out to George Clooney after the world-famous actor had revealed in a 2011 interview with Rolling Stone magazine that he loved fart jokes and even kept the iFart app on his phone. Com offered to feature one of Clooney's farts as a special in-app purchase. So there you go, guys. Just a little idea of what you can do when you have a stupid idea and someone willing to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say, no, a few things. One, I, th- I was thinking back. I-, I meant to mention this in the beginning when you were talking about uh, you guys had ordered all this stuff that a month ago on Amazon that hasn't come yet. Yeah. Well, and that's we not from about- Amazon. What was that? That's not from Amazon. Oh, well, I was I was. Uh, 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 we've got some stuff on order from Amazon that has been ordered over three weeks ago and still hasn't gotten Ooh. here yet. And I was thinking about that, and Deb was having a conversation with a, a, a friend of hers who is uh, uh, <clears throat> plays with. He and his partner play with toys, mm-hmm. and uh, they had ordered a couple of new dildos from Amazon. Okay, just assuming they wouldn't be getting it for like three, four weeks. Next day. Next day. So clearly, we know what Amazon is considering uh, essential. Sure. Uh, during this pandemic. Sure. Uh, so, you know, if anyone needs dildos, vibrators, anything like that, order them from Amazon. You'll get them immediately. Yeah. Use the Radio Free Brooklyn uh, smile link. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You can just r- fill your closet with them. <laughs> um, the other thing, the, the, the other thing as a side tip. So, I don't know if you know this, but since you don't actually go to the supermarket, but all the supermarkets in the city are out of flour. Yes, yes. It comes in and it goes out as quickly as it comes in. So much so that one of my local supermarkets is now just carrying 25-pound bags of flour. Wow. Like it's a Costco or something like that. And they're selling them. People are just like, eh, I'm buying five-pound bags of flour and using them in three days. 25 pounds will keep me for like two weeks <laughs> um, and they're selling them. So all I know is guys invest in wheat. Yeah. Maybe too late, 
but think about it. Yeah. Then I have a question for you. Okay. Has part of her uh, problem been, has she, has she had a lot of heartburn as well? Oh, horrible. Yeah. Uh, there's a good, good chance that you are going to have a hairy baby. Okay. Uh, apparently, uh, it used to be considered a, a uh, an old wives' tale that women who suffer from severe heartburn during pregnancy mm-hmm. are more likely to have babies born with lots of hair. But uh, I don't know why, but apparently it is true. Okay. So there you go. You may have a kid with a full head of hair pop out of there. We might, man. Baby's going to come yeah. out looking just like me. Mm, that would be depressing. <laughs> You know what's going to be funny? What? When it comes out looking just like me. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Noel, pregnancy. (laughs) Pregnancy, guys. How are you going to make money with it? So, as I said, I didn't realize how tough pregnancy really is on a person uh, until I see it up close. I, I will tell you, because I have I have worked on a lot of pregnant women, so I would say that my interactions with pregnant people are more than most uh, uh, people who men who have not been with a, who don't haven't lived with pregnancy. Yes, your uh, partners uh, uh, has had a particularly rough yes pregnancy. Yes. It is not the normal or what would be considered a you know statistically normal pregnancy. No, I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, it's. It's not easy for anybody, but it's been particularly hard for her. Yeah, but I will go on to the the stuff uh, that really does affect everyone. And and you know it does because everything you read, uh, you know, there's all these apps and things that are like, uh, this is the week you're on, and these are the things that you should expect. Um, and so it's not just her getting all these things. Uh, but it might... You know, she's tiny and she's got a massive force of the universe happening inside her. So she's getting bowled over by it a little more. Um, and maybe like a 22 year old getting pregnant would uh, would deal with it better. No, I think it, it has more to do with uh, uh, body chemistry and, and things like that. Maybe. I don't know if size necessarily has much to do with it. I know people who were much smaller than her that were pregnant. Their pregnancies were not. Look, no, like I said, no pregnancy is easy. That that's you know, yeah. But yeah. you know, was not they just didn't have the issues that she had, and it's just you know. But I also know people who are younger than her and fitter than her and taller than her that had the exact same yeah uh, situation with her. There's no predicting it. There's no rhyme nor reason to it. It just happens with some people. Yeah. And yeah. then their second pregnancy is was it, is the complete delight. opposite. Yeah. Complete opposite. Um. So, you know, there's a lot of aches and pains that go along with pregnancy, right? Um, your your body is making massive changes really fast. Um, there's a lot of uh, parts that are being stretched and pushed and basically completely reorganized. Um, there's a massive amount of weight that's being put in a place where you've never carried weight before. Uh, so just right there, you're going to get a lot of pains, right? You're going to get muscle pains, back pains. You know, you think if, if you put on a little weight, you sometimes can feel it in your back just that. This is a whole bunch of weight that uh, just pops on. Um, so just that. But then beyond that, 
uh, there's also, once again, these hormones going on, right? And so what the hormones do is they loosen all your joints um, to the point where sometimes when I'm, if I reach down and help her up off the couch, I can feel her joints in her wrist. It's like, I feel like the hand's just going to snap off in, in my hand. Um, it's everything is all a muck down there. And, and particularly now that you're in the end game and there's a lot of baby happening and a lot more weight happening. Uh, there's a lot of time, more and more time being spent in the tub, right? Uh, it's soothing for one, but more than that is the water takes the weight and you don't feel as burdened for a period of time, right? So I was thinking about that. Um, but my first idea was that with all these horriblenesses uh, was find a way to like induce a coma for nine months. <laughs> and then I was told like, no, that's horrible. That's mean. You can't do that. You're bonding. It's, it's not all horrible. And so I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to do that. Uh, but how can I make, uh, how can I take these physical pains away without that? So this is what you're going to do. You're going to make um, a, basically like a phone booth uh, that's going to be full of water that the woman can be in a container of water all the time, but standing, maybe have a little seat if she wants to sit. Um, and you're going to have wheels on it. And it's going to be almost like a rascal, like a, like a scooter that an older person might have, or a person with mobility issues might have. Uh, but it's going to be a standing one where she's in water. It relieves the weight. Uh, it takes the pressure off the joints, you can have it at a temperature which it soothes the muscles that are getting sore just because they're being stretched as well. Uh, you can have a jacuzzi mode to help uh, massage the muscles. Um, and, uh, and and right there, you're, you're going to make a trillion dollars. Uh, Is the idea that she would just be in this thing for the remainder of her pregnancy when she gets in it? She could go in and stay in all day. Yeah, yeah, you could... I you can't could. even imagine what it must be like getting out of that, the pruniness of it all. <laughs> There'd be some prune. Yeah, uh, just a little bit, I think. Yeah. <laughs> would imagine. Yeah, when the baby's born, both baby and mother would be just as pruny and mm-hmm. as each other. Exactly. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, and then there would be the whole thing of them not using their muscles at all for multiple days in a row. They could... They could do uh, water aerobics. Do water aerobics. <laughs> yeah, I think why not just put them in an isolation tank? Yeah, for uh, for the you know the last couple few months of their pregnancy, where they're just floating there. You couldn't be on your you back know. though. Why you're in an isolation tank? No, you can't the breathe properly on your water. back. The the that baby does so many things. You can't breathe ba- properly on your back. Plus, the baby then goes down and and. Uh, blocks uh some big major vein and it and it stops blood flow there's there's so much to but all you this tilt it so you're sitting upright sitting upright you could do or just on an angle on i an mean angle. i work on women on their backs on an angle all the time okay yeah you could do that 
you know, as side. long as they're sort of in a, in a, in a semi upright position, we use a wedge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's a good idea. A lot of money. Yeah, there is a lot of money in that. Hey, uh, anything Noel. that you make to cure these ales that's actually effective, uh, and not just like have a piece of ginger, um, you would make a billion dollars on any of these ailments. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I just think it's one of those things that honestly, uh, you know, someone would have made come up with it already if there was anything that could do it. I mean, it's all a lot know. of it is just the hormones just shifting around in the body. Yes, yes, it's kind of crazy. Um, Noel, yeah, how good is breast milk? I don't know. I mean, it's really good. <laughs> For babies, it's incredibly good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is full of vitamins, mm-hmm. fats, sugars, uh, antibodies mm-hmm. that babies need to grow big and strong. Um, and I was looking at the composition of breast milk, and... Uh, the third most common solid in breast milk after lactose and fat of human breast milk is called human milk oligosaccharide. Uh, HMO is a sugar that escapes digestion, allowing it to reach the colon where it feeds all that beneficial bacteria down there. All the good gut bacteria that's in the colon, which is where most of it is, and in the digestive tract, is being fed by the sugar because it's not being digested on the way down. Um, there's a belief that HMOs are, are why breastfed babies tend to fare better than formula-fed babies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and there is a belief that HMOs could lead to treatments for adult ailments such as IBS, allergies, uh, possibly even... Uh, the aging brain, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 vagus nerve, which is the nerve that goes from the gut to the brain, uh, that controls all of your digestive uh, uh, stuff in your stomach. When <clears throat> HMO gets in the body, uh, it stimulates the vagus nerve. Um, and gets it really hyped up and moving like crazy. So the belief is is that um, by stimulating the vagus nerve, when people are in some sort of cognitive decline, uh, because of the direct connection from the gut to the brain, you will be helping the declining brain to work and therefore uh, 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 sort of get stronger or... or lose less cognitive ability. Um, HMO is, uh, uh, at this point, considered such a superpower, such a superfood, that Dow DuPont, uh, BASF, uh, are investing millions of dollars to produce HMO. Wow. Um Infant formula makers like Nestle um, 
have been purchasing synthetic versions of this, putting it in in, uh, uh, formulas for babies that can't be breastfed and are charging a premium price. Uh, Last year, um, HMO added formulas, made $600 million. Mm -hmm. DuPont is spending $40 million building out its HMO production capacity this year. Ramping up their uh, 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 their factories and everything to just pump out HMO. DuPont estimates the annual market could reach one billion dollars annually. Wow! Now we know that's a lot of money. <laughs> now here's something that I just learned. I did not know this. Apparently, moms to be can start producing breast milk fourteen weeks into their pregnancy. Oh wow! Right. So you don't have to wait. Theoretically, you don't have to wait for a mother to have the baby for her to start producing breast milk. Mm -hmm. But if she's producing breast milk and we all know that it can make the breast tender Mm -hmm. and painful uh, to have breast milk just build up. We also know that mothers produce more breast milk and will start lactating immediately at the sound of a crying baby. Yeah. I say. Why the hell do we need people making fake HMO when we can have the real deal in a natural state coming direct from the source? So what I'm talking about is a breast milk dairy farm. You will have mothers who, you know, potential mothers looking to make money. You'll sit them in a room a couple times a day prior to having their baby with just audio tape of crying babies around them all the time. Uh The breasts will swell, become tender and painful, and you will pump them and take that milk and save it. You will be so rich selling this breast milk to people who want to be healthy. Yeah. And look, man, here's the thing. We are, as we, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic. We're seeing what's going on with uh, the beef companies, with the pork companies, Mm -hmm. all of our meat suppliers, big agriculture is getting devastated uh, because of the way that they do this, right? The reality is, as the world changes around us, small farms, uh, less animal production is going to be the only way to go, Uh right? What is more, you know, and there's a belief, especially amongst a lot of people, amongst a lot of people is like, who the hell drinks another animal's milk? A lot of people think that, yeah. You know, that's like a real thing. It's like, how can that be healthy for us? It's healthy for their babies, but how can it be healthy for us? Well, why don't we drink our own mother's milk? Yeah. Right? It's super healthy. It's super natural. Um, you're definitely not pumping uh, unless they're they're genuinely sick. Just ethically, you can't pump them full of hormones and steroids just to make their boobs bigger or uh, 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 pump them full of antibiotics as yeah. a preventative. You're not going to do that to a pregnant lady. No one does that. Um, you know, you put them on an organic diet so the, the milk is organic. They're free range, right? They're, they're allowed to walk around wherever they want, whenever they want, however they want in their free time. Yeah. Um, su- su- you know, s- much less waste. Uh, 
Uh, and then it's not uh, it's not harmful to the environment, and it's not harmful to the uh, 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 the dairy cow, yeah. meaning the woman. Yeah. Um, so I can't see anything wrong with this, and uh, I see it as a, a potential billion dollar industry. Yeah, no, that's great. That's good. Uh, oh. You know, you know the uh, the crying baby thing. Yeah. So that's called that's crazy to me. Uh, it's called the letdown reflex, and it's a reflex that uh, women have to uh, relax in order to in order to lactate and feed their baby. Uh, so when they sit down to breastfeed, they're supposed to think about a baby or look at a picture of a baby, and that makes nerves change in their breasts and allows breastfeed. The whole process is so crazy to me. It's crazy. Uh, you guys, if you want to get in touch with Josh and tell him how crazy you think his ideas are, you can get him on Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email him at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can get him on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can go on iTunes or anywhere you can get a podcast. You can subscribe, rate, and review. You guys, please do this. Um, and if you only listen to us in podcast form, we implore you, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before everyone else. Get there a little early. Listen to Art Star Scenes. Stick around afterwards. Listen to The Circuit. Uh, and you guys just check out Radio Free Brooklyn. There's a lot of good stuff going on. Um, you know, I, I think we're going to skip our spend that money because uh, we're running a little late. But we do have one more thing that we got to cover for you because Josh and I, we know how great our ideas are. We know that they're guaranteed to make you billionaires. How do you have the faith that we have so you know it's safe to rack up loans to spend your kids college fund to put a second mortgage on your house to rack up your credit cards in order to enact these ideas because josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to which we judge your schemes by where do our rules come from this week uh today's rule 10 rules of becoming rich from everything finance rule number one noel yeah educate yourself your family and others educate yourself your family and others right uh, your family, your kids, educate them with milk and then spread that milk to others. Like Josh said. All right. And, uh, finally, Noel, yeah. give yourself a raise, give yourself a raise, a, a letdown and a raise all in one. Right. Or, you know, give yourself a raise, take some weight off, be in a tank. There you go, guys. So we're definitely getting rich. So once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Land on the line, learn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. So stick around, baby, and everything will be okay. Back gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day.